Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Okay, we are talking today about <laughs> how hard decluttering is, but how not decluttering is so much harder and living with your clutter is so much harder than actually decluttering. And I'm gonna kind of walk you through that. Um, oh, it says we have a low network, so I hope that you guys can hear me. I'm gonna walk you guys through that. I'm gonna talk to you about why it's harder to live with it than it is to actually let it go and how to stick with it and how to actually get excited about the hard work of decluttering instead of it being like this overwhelming thing that you are dreading and putting off and avoiding and not doing even though you know that if you just decluttered things would be easier for you hey jessica so Decluttering is hard. I am not going to deny that. That is why there's a group here every single day showing up, helping you declutter. That's why I created the podcast. That's why I create free challenges. That's why I create courses. That's why you're listening to this. Hey, Corey, is because decluttering is hard. It's hard to know what to do. It's hard to know where to start. It's hard to know where to take your stuff. It's hard to know what to keep and what to not keep. It's hard to find the time to do it. It's hard to be on different pages and at different stages of what you want in your decluttering process with your family and your friends or your spouse or your kids. Like there are so many moving parts and pieces to decluttering that makes it hard. I'm not denying that, but this is what's harder and that is not decluttering. Hey, Shamron, it is harder to not declutter. It is harder to spend your days cleaning and cleaning and cleaning and organizing and reorganizing just to have it never done. It's harder to be constantly overwhelmed. It's harder to never know where your stuff is or to lose it. It's harder to, hey Savannah, it's harder to feel stuck. It's harder to feel like a victim and a slave to your house. Um, just that's something that Savannah says, which I always like how she says that. Hey, Shaylee, is that she felt like a slave to her laundry piles. Um, it's harder to feel like, hey, Amy, it's harder to feel like you don't have time to spend with your family. It's harder to feel like you don't have time to take care of yourself. It's hard that all of that stuff, all of that stuff that you feel, it's hard to feel constantly stressed, hard to feel constantly anxious, hard to constantly feel like the walls are closing in on you hard to feel like you get to the end of your days and you just were going and going and doing and doing and made no progress at all. Feeling like you've missed out on your time with your kids, your time with your spouse, your time with your friends, feeling like a failure because of your clutter. Like, are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? <laughs> like it is harder to live with your clutter than it is to declutter. And not only are all of those things harder than the actual act of decluttering, but at least when you do the hard work of decluttering, you're getting relief from all of those things. If you choose not to declutter, you're not getting any relief from those things. They, it's actually going to be the opposite. They're going to keep compounding on you. They're going to keep 
consuming you and slowly eating at you and making you miserable. So yeah, decluttering is hard. It's hard to do the work, but at least when you do clutter, you're getting relief. Living with your clutter and choosing to not declutter is also harder, but it's like double extra 5,000 times harder because you're not making any progress. You're not getting yourself any further. You're not getting yourself any relief from all of those negative feelings. So that is what I wanted to start this off with. Um, hey, Emily. What I wanted to start this off with, and then I want to talk just a little bit about like the vision and how that gets you excited. So I have an entire episode on creating a vision for the life that you want. This goes along with that episode. I'm not going to talk about everything that I talked about in that episode, but I will recommend that once you listen to this, go listen to that episode to help you really get a really strong vision for what you actually want. But having that vision makes all of the hard work that you have to do easier. Okay, you guys are saying amen. It's so true. Um, but when you know the end goal, it's so much easier to do that hard work. It really seems like pennies compared to what you're going to get in return, right? So when you know and have this vision of like living in an uncluttered home, living a simplified life, living in a space that's, hey, that's easy to clean, easy to maintain, living in a home that you can actually spend time with your kids, like being able to have that makes all of that hard work of decluttering that you have to do easier. Like you have to see the end goal and you have to use that. Hey, Jessica, you have to use that as your motivation to do these hard steps of decluttering. Okay. And decluttering is really simple. I have an episode called Decluttering Simplified. You can go listen to that. It's really simple. Really all it is is the act of taking your stuff out of your house and taking it somewhere else. Okay, like if you want, if that helps you to make it that simple, take that and run with it. That's all decluttering is, okay? Pick it up, put it in your car, take it away. Pick it up, put it on your front porch, put it on a buy-nothing group, right? Um, it's, it's honestly that simple. And I wanted to, I was talking with a, a mom in this group um, this morning. She messaged me and was like asking me some things about like, how did you, how did you figure this out? Like, how did you, what started this? And um, a lot of you guys know, I want to share with you guys kind of our story in a different way, because I think sometimes people are like, oh, well, you had to move to Florida and you didn't have a choice. So it was easy for you to do this stuff and get rid of it. That wasn't the case. So rewind a little bit before we decided that we were going to move to Florida. My husband had a big career shift. He started working um, for the company that he started with, Aflac. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Like, I feel like sometimes it's weird. But anyway, he started working with Aflac. He did it in Alaska. He was really good at it. He has a natural ability in that industry and in that element and in those leadership positions that he moved up into. But this is what happened, is that he realized that he was at a basically a dead end in Alaska. Like there's not a lot of people in Alaska, which means there's not a lot of opportunity for business growth. And he wanted more. He wanted more for our family. He wanted more for 
the legacy that he was creating. And so this is no joke what happened. It was like the middle of July in Alaska. And he was like, we were like, well, up late one night talking because in Alaska in the summer, the sun doesn't set and that's what you do. You stay up late. So it was super late. We we're talking and he just kind of like casually said, and this is where I learned a lot about my husband. What would you think if we just like moved to a really big city, you know, outside of Alaska where I could just totally dominate this business? And I was like, okay, cool. Like that sounds fun on paper. Like let's, yeah. Okay. Like that's fun to talk about. And then a week later he had interviews in a few different places like Washington, I think Washington, Arizona, maybe like a Carolina or something in Florida. And the Florida one, as you guys know, is the one that he chose to go interview, but no joke. One week later, he was like, I bought a ticket. I'm going to go interview and see if I get this position. And of course I was like, okay, like that's kind of crazy. Like we have everything here. Um, basically I honestly thought that he was going to go interview, like it, come home and be like, okay, nothing's going to change. <laughs> However, he went and he interviewed and he accepted the position the day that he interviewed and he called me and was like, so what would you think if I accepted this position? Blah, blah, blah. Laid it out for me. It was like, it's a great opportunity. It's blah, blah, blah. It's great for the kids. The schools are awesome. Like, like the houses are, it's affordable. Like we could do this. What would you think? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And he was like, well, I already said yes. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if that's exactly how it went, but basically that's how it went. And I was like, okay, like, what about everything here? Like, when do you have to start? And he, and there's a point, there's a reason that I'm telling you guys all this. He was like, well, I should be able to start at the beginning of the next quarter, which is about six weeks away, which means that I'll be able to come home and, um, you know, we can figure out what we're going to do with the house and the stuff and <laughs> your job and the kids and all the stuff. Like we can figure that out. And so I was like, um, I know most people, Jessica say that I would kill my husband. Honestly, I'm good with it. Like I, I loved it. I love, I, I loved it. That's an episode for another day. But anyway, um, that's what he did. He came home. He was like, I've got, I've got six weeks, six weeks and we'll just figure it out when we get there. So then he flies home. Actually, no, <laughs> he got, he was going to fly home and realized that on his itinerary, the flights didn't line up and he was going to end up, if he left on that flight out of Florida, he was going to end up miss, missing his connecting flight to Alaska and he was going to be stuck in Atlanta for a day before he got home. So he decided to stay in Florida and just go the next day. He had friends down there that he could stay with. Um, and it ended up being a really good thing that he did stay there because the, his boss's boss said, no, if this guy is as great as you say he is and is as motivated as you say he is, he can't wait until the beginning of the quarter. I need him here minimum two weeks. So <laughs> he got that call that night or whatever it was that afternoon and was like, okay, like if we're going to do this, we have to do it now. <laughs> and so he stayed, he didn't get on that flight to Atlanta. He stayed back. He found a house to rent that was fully furnished. It just kind of all lined up, he found a house that was furnished. He, um, got everything lined up so that when he came back down to stay, he had a car and 
we weren't stuck carless. He could get to him back from work. Came back home to Alaska for about a week. And I was kind of like, okay, like, I guess we live in Florida now. <laughs> and then he went back down to Florida and got all of his business stuff up and running. And I stayed back behind for that four weeks because I had to, we didn't have a choice. Like I had to get rid of all of the stuff and we had to clear up our houses and take care of all those things. Close my business. Okay. I wanted to give the family, the families that I watched because I had my own preschool. I wanted to give them enough notice of at least a month, four weeks to find other care, but also get rid of all of our stuff. And, um, when I tell that story, like living in it in the moment was absolute chaos. I was a wreck. I was completely thrown off guard. I was leaving the only place I had ever called home. My in-laws lived in the, literally the house right next door to me. So I had them there if I ever needed anything. The rest of like his sisters lived within like a 15 minute radius of us. All of my friends were there. My dad and my parents were there. All of my siblings were there. And I was like, okay, I guess four weeks we're going to leave. Right? Like that sounds like a lot of hard decisions, right? Like I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that it was easy or that I didn't question it or that I didn't wonder if we were like making a huge and terrible mistake. I panicked and freaked out because I was like, what am I going to do with all of our stuff? Like, how are we going to get rid of this? How are we going to live in Florida? Like, what are we doing? But, um, ultimately looking back, seeing it in hindsight, you know, hindsight is 2020. It was much easier than I expected because we had that bigger vision. We knew that where we were headed in Alaska was a dead end. Okay, we knew it was a dead end. We knew that long-term it wasn't going to be good for us. We knew that getting to Florida would be a great decision and open up all kinds of doors and opportunities, and it did, which made it easy and exciting for me to, you know, on some levels. <laughs> In the moment, I was just, like, kicking and screaming and crying every night because I was totally overwhelmed and tired and exhausted because I was working 10-hour days with my three kids, getting rid of everything in our house, leaving everything I had ever known right? Like that was hard, but it was also really easy because I knew that on the other side of all of that hard work was going to be something really awesome. So I share that really long story with you to say that, yeah, decluttering is hard. Yeah. Making these big decisions in your home are hard, but when you know what you're working toward, it's easier and it's exciting. And it long-term, it's so much easier to make those hard decisions and do them than it is to stay stuck where you are and continue on as you are, which is not very happy, right? You're not very happy in it. You're feeling stressed out, overwhelmed, burdened, and you're hyper-focusing on the wrong things. You're hyper-focusing on how hard it is to declutter instead of focusing on the fact that your life right now is really freaking hard and overwhelming and you're stressed out and you're cleaning all the time and you're organizing all the time and you're trying to just keep up and not drown. And it's so much easier if you just make the hard decisions and do it. So I, <laughs> I just wanted to share that story with you guys because it was, it was hard and terrifying 
but definitely not as hard or scary as it would have been to stay stuck where we were, knowing that we weren't getting anywhere, right? And I know that not everybody is going to want to leave everything in four weeks and move across the country. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if you want to do this thing called decluttering that is hard, you need to see the bigger picture. And that is your life free of your clutter. That is your life with more time, more energy, more freedom, more happiness, more presence with your kids, more time to pursue your passions, more white space where you can just be and enjoy your days. Like you need to see that bigger picture, not the, I'm going to ditch all my stuff and move across the country. The bigger picture that is your simplified life. Okay. Um, because when you have that and when you can see that, you can see how all of your stuff doesn't fit into that picture, right? Like I could, you can see your simplified life. You can see you actually having time to play with your kids, having time to like, if Emily, you know, having your friends drop over at the, you know, without any notice and being like, do you want to do coffee? Sure. Come over. Like you can see that being your life or whatever it is that you want to be. And you can see how your stuff doesn't fit into it. And if you haven't heard Amy Powell's episode um, of the Clutter Chronicles, she explains this really well. So she did the Motherhood Simplified course, which is not a decluttering course at all. The Motherhood Simplified course, it's called Motherhood Simplified, is creating the vision for your life and prioritizing and getting really clear on your role as a mom and a wife and a friend and a human and getting a grip on your days and your routines and your schedules and your self-care and all of that. And she was able to declutter her house because she realized that her cluttered home did not help her achieve any of those things that she wanted for her life. Okay. She was not getting any closer to being the mom that she wanted to be by continuing to live in her clutter. She was not any closer to being the wife and the spiritual being that she is by continuing to live overwhelmed by her clutter. So She's a really good example of that. Like when you can see where you want to be and how you want to live, it's easier to declutter because you see how your stuff is taking away from your ability to do that. It's literally taking away your ability to live the life that you want to live. Um, and when you see that vision, if Savannah's still on here, I'm going to, you should listen to Savannah's episode too on the Clutter Chronicles. But when you see that vision, and it gets easier for you to realize like how much your stuff is taking away from your life, you start to get a little bit mad, okay? You start to get mad at the stuff, you start to get mad maybe at yourself for letting yourself get to this point and not getting yourself out yet. And when you get mad like that, it makes you take action and that's okay. Maybe you get a little bit disappointed in yourself. Maybe you get a little bit frustrated and angry and pissed off or sad or whatever, or like, why is this happening to me? But you almost have to like get to that point <laughs> of like desperation almost before you take action. Like I know some people need to get to that point before they take action. Like I am that kind of person. My husband is much more proactive, but I, I usually won't make big changes until I'm like, well, you know, I'm desperate and dying. So I might as well do something right? Um, <laughs> but use that as your motivation, like that bigger vision, those really intense feelings that you're having, those really intense feelings of overwhelm, stress, anxiety, burden, 
whatever it is, use that as your motivation to let the stuff go. Because I promise you, a really huge part of your problem and most of your problem is the stuff. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I could take a second to breathe. Yay. Um, Lindsay, you missed some good stuff, but it's fine. You can catch the replay. I told a really good story. Um, okay, and then I wanted to um, tell you guys about something I posted in the group last night because I was like, I love this. Like, this is my new mantra. And I know it's not for anybody, everybody, but I posted this little image that said, I love hard but I don't give an F harder. And I wanted to clarify that with you guys because I think sometimes, especially with when it comes to decluttering, we get caught up on like, we get, we get hyper-focused on the wrong things. Okay, we get hyper-focused on how hard it is to declutter, how much your kids want these things, like how much your husband wants to be involved or not be involved. And we get really hyper-focused and stuck on there. And it is because we love and we do care a lot. Like we do that so much. We care so much. We want this so much. We want what's best for ourselves and our family so much. Like we love super hard, but sometimes it's at the expense of what we really want. And we have to say, I just don't give enough harder, right? Like, I could have told James, no, like if I told him, no, I don't want to do this. He wouldn't have pursued it. He would have told them thanks, but no thanks. But I, I basically had to love hard and trust hard, but not give enough harder so that I could let go of the things that really weren't that important and stop hyper-focusing on all of the things that were holding us back. Like if I would have said no to the amazing opportunity for us that was living in Florida and working in Florida for our stuff. Like I guarantee you, I would not be here right now talking to you guys. If I had said it's too stressful for me to think about how much money we spent on this, it's too stressful for me to think about how much we're not going to have when we get there, how many toys we're letting go, how many toys our kids aren't going to have anymore, how many garages full of crap we're not going to have anymore. Like if I would have cared about that, we wouldn't have gotten anywhere. And I don't know if that's making sense to you guys, but it makes sense to me. Like I had to not care about a lot of things in order to trust and love and the bigger things that mattered more. Right. Like I had to be like, I, I don't care about this garage full of stuff. You know, I do, but I don't <laughs> now. I don't Now I definitely don't. But back then I was like, I do care, but I don't care because I would much rather us be doing this. Um, but like I said, the end result should make you that excited and it should make those hard steps that you have to take in order to get there easier. It should be what kind of motivates you to get there um, and just generally make the entire process suck less. Okay. And that was basically what happened to us when we got rid of all of our stuff every night, my husband would FaceTime us and be like, how's it going? And I'd be like angry and like tired and like, I can't believe I'm still getting rid of this stuff. I have to pack up a freezer. I have to pack up all the stuff in school. I'm trying to feed the kids. I'm trying to make sure that these parents at the preschool find, you know, replacement care. I'm trying to just stay alive and get rid of all of this stuff. Like I'm pissed off. I'm unhappy. This sucks. I'm freaking out. There's so much money wasted. <laughs> There's so many people on Facebook marketplace, like not following through, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, but when I would talk to him, he, cause he was already living there in the house and seeing what it was like in Florida, he was like, dude, like, I feel you, but once you get here, you're not even going to care. You're not even going to worry about those toys. You're not even going to worry about the snow gear or that Arctic gear or that snowboard or those beds or those couches or those bookshelves. Like, you literally won't care. And, um, he would, he, he would literally say things like that. Like, I'm here and I don't miss any of that stuff in the house. <laughs> like, it's fine. Like, we will get things as we need. We will make it work. Like, this is for the bigger picture. So, and him and I will do an episode too on like his side of the story and um, what it was like for him because he was kind of like, had like tunnel vision. He was like a dog with a stake. He was like, I gotta get to Florida. And I was like, okay, I'll handle the rest. <laughs> I'll handle the rest. So that was it. Decluttering is hard, not decluttering is harder. Find and think about and imagine and envision what it's going to be like when you get to the other side of your clutter, how exciting that is because it will make the steps easier for you. It will make them more enjoyable. It will make it easier to make decisions. It's still going to be hard for sure, but it's going to be easier to make those decisions when you have that bigger vision and it's harder to not declutter. I promise you it's harder to stay where you're at right now. So that's it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. I gotta go get Kaylee. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it <laughs> because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting 
this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.